Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, hi, and welcome to another Bullet Points episode. I hope you're extremely well and having a good week so far. Over the last few months, we have discussed topics such as burnout, overwhelm and how to know when to ask for help a lot on these mini shows and from the emails and dms i've been receiving from you my most excellent listeners it's clear that these topics are ones that you're keen for me to continue to explore and you're pleased that we've already discussed some of them together on these shows and one thing that struck me recently was how positive thinking is vital to and in many cases, at the core of the strategies we've discussed for overcoming difficulties. And it also made me think that being told to just think positively can be the most frustrating and unhelpful advice you could possibly receive. It's like telling someone to calm down. The likely outcome of that is that you're going to wind them up even more, because if you're telling someone to calm down, they're probably already a little bit het up, and telling them to calm down is just going to make it worse. And similarly, telling someone to think positively if they are indeed thinking negatively and projecting negativity is going to more likely, more than likely make them feel even more negative with a sprinkling of frustration for having been told to think positively. I have friends, some of whom you know and who've been on this podcast, like Jules von Hepp, who, and they are people who have worked really, really hard to shut out negativity, 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 They've worked really, really hard to shut out negativity and live positively. And that's the crucial thing. Live positively. Not just think positively, but live positively. And that's kind of the point. It takes work. It do take work. And it's a commitment to the work. You can't just snap your fingers and say, I'm now a positive person. There are some very, there are ways of thinking that are embedded and entrenched. And so you can't just switch that off overnight. You have to slowly steer your natural reactions away from negative towards positive you have to interrogate your thoughts and feelings and course correct and this just this last week I was invited to be a guest on a radio show and the invitation suggested that the topic that we would be discussing would be a fairly open conversation no real structure around mental health which I was very very happy to take part in But right from the outset, it felt very negative. Uh, The conversation, the energy, everything, it just felt very, very negative. And I became really aware I was working hard not to rise to it. And you've heard the saying, misery loves company. Well, there was a little bit of an element of that. I'm sure if I had been in a different mood, well, not actually, not if I'd been in a different mood, but I'm sure if I had uh, met the tone of negativity, there would have been a nice, you know, sort of... Misery loves company energy to it. But I had to keep thinking, pour niceness on it. Keep it light, crack a joke. Don't take it too seriously. Don't let it get dark. And it was what it was. It was, 
you know, a conversation that I, that ended. And after the fact, I was, I was really cross with myself, actually. I gave myself quite a hard time, mainly because I put myself in that position, because I felt like if I'd done a bit more research, if I'd really, if I'd listened to more of the radio station, I would have politely declined. But there we go. But then I realized that actually doing that, putting myself in that situation, doing something different and putting myself out of my comfort zone had put me in a position where I'd actually had to put my positive thinking to the test. I'd actually had to put it into practice live and on air in in a, in inverted commas stressful situation. And I think I did okay. So positive thinking actually has a lot of benefits, both physically and mentally. Proven benefits of positive thinking are things like a better quality of life. Who doesn't want that? Higher energy levels. Isn't that lovely? Better psychological and physical health. Well, sign me up. And faster recovery from things like injury and illness. You have fewer colds, lower rates of depression, better stress management. And also positive thinking has been really, uh, really uh, linked to coping skills and stress management and also a longer lifespan. So that's not to say that positive thinking alone is some kind of magical elixir, it's some kind of holy grail, but incorporating it into your daily life is certainly no bad thing. And there is evidence to prove the physical and mental and emotional benefits. But we come back to the same thing. How do you start thinking positively if you aren't currently or what if you're listening to this and you're thinking, do you know what, Emma, I really don't need to think positively. I'm doing all right. Well, how would even how would you even go about taking the steps to think positively if you if you think you're all right? And, and what what are the ways in which you can do it? So what's the harm is basically what I'm saying. Even if you think, you know what, Emma, I think I'm already thinking quite positively. What's the harm in going through these steps? So the first one is this. Gratitude is so important. And Jules talked about this when he came on Feel Good Habits recently. Practicing gratitude has been shown to reduce stress. It improves self-esteem and also it allows you to build up a resilience even in difficult times. And all you have to do is think of a person, an experience or a thing that brings you some kind of happiness or that makes you feel safe and just express your gratitude for it. Literally just say thank you for that thing, that person, whatever it is, at least once a day. You can say thank you to someone, to yourself, or you can just acknowledge how lovely something was, even the little things. So for me, because I'm mindful of trying to practice it every single day, I usually have a coffee every single day. And because it's something I do daily, it's very easy to attach this habit of practicing gratitude to it. And so what I do is when I take that first sip of coffee, I think how delicious delicious it is and I just take a second to be thankful and grateful whether I've made it at home and I really like the fact that my coffee machine froths up the milk really nicely or I love the fact that the coffee shop right on the corner near my flat is my favorite coffee shop I just appreciate it and then it will extend beyond the coffee it might extend to I had a really nice conversation with that person yesterday but being in the zone and associating that one thing with gratitude means that I can attach something else to it and it might be oh yeah they had that thing I wanted in the supermarket uh, the other day and now I'm gonna have that for lunch isn't that brilliant things like that doesn't have to be a big thing just has to be something that you do every day practice a little bit of gratitude and then in and around that you can also keep a gratitude journal which is a little bit more labor intensive so I have the five minute journal by my bed and if I ever have that urge when my alarm goes off to roll over ignore it and snooze the alarm 
I reach for it and fill it out and I have never not once gone back to bed after filling it out which tells you a lot I think and I do find that writing the things that you're grateful for can make you feel more relaxed optimistic and just a, a lot more balanced overall but you don't need a journal you can just have a note open on your phone scribble it on a poster or say it out loud as you're washing your hair in the shower but the act of noticing what's good acknowledging it and enjoying it is a great place to start and where a gratitude journal I think can be very helpful is if you are in a place that you might think I don't feel very good at the moment or I'm feeling a bit down and actually there's a lot to be gained from writing a list of two, three, four or five things because just enjoying a coffee and then appreciating the lunch that you're about to have or what have you, that's one thing. But if you are struggling a bit, having a list and thinking actually that's five things, that I mean that's not bad, that can be really useful for when you really need to jumpstart yourself out of maybe a negative headspace or just because maybe things have happened that you have no control over. So you think you know what I do have control over this list and I'm going to lean into it and just appreciate the things even if it's something like I happen to see a book Uh, I picked up a book that I've had for ages and I read the first chapter and I really enjoyed it. I'm really grateful that I just happened to pick up that book that day. Just there will be something, hopefully, that you can find uh, every single day that you can be grateful for. And if you can make a list of them, more's the better. Now, if you listen to the podcast I did recently with Trini, then you will understand why humour and laughter is next because Trini made me stand up and laugh solidly for a minute and for no good reason. Nothing was particularly funny. It was just a good exercise in making your body think that you're having a really, really good time. And I can tell you this, after 60 seconds of belly laughing, I felt brilliant. And it has been proven that laughter lowers stress, anxiety, depression, and it's also brilliant for improving one's ability to cope uh, for um, one's overall mood and also for self-esteem. And I guess it must work a little bit like if you're laughing, your body your brain thinks, oh, well, I don't really need my cortisol to be because I'm having a good time. I don't need to have my stress responses firing. I'm having a good time. I'm laughing. Something must be excellent. So physiologically, your body kind of relaxes a bit. So give yourself permission to laugh. It doesn't matter if you're the only one who finds it funny, as long as you're not offending anyone. Laughter lightens the mood. It breaks the ice. It makes everyone involved feel a little bit more relaxed and generally just makes any interaction slightly easier. Even if you're by yourself and you're forcing yourself to do it, just as Trini and I did, then just know that physically, in response to the laughter, your body has lowered your stress level and improved your mood. It's that simple. And if you're struggling for something to make you laugh, although I do encourage you to do it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you didn't just start laughing for no good reason and time yourself for a minute. I do highly, really, really encourage you to go to YouTube and find the Saturday Night Live clip of Debbie Downer. That makes me absolutely howl every time. Um, That's just my own thing. 
can't explain to you why. It's not even 100% all that funny. It's more the fact that the cast are really struggling not to break character. And that just absolutely creases me up every single time. Next up, we have spending time with positive people. Now, this is a really interesting one because a lot of us have been or indeed still are in various tiers of lockdown and social distancing. But both negativity and positivity are contagious. And I'd be curious to know if you've been drawn towards slightly different friends over the last few months as your ability to spend time with them physically has been affected. I've definitely noticed a shift in who I'm talking to and I'm making the effort to speak to people who I come away from feeling very positive and uplifted. And I'm already really noticing if I come away from an interaction feeling rubbish and I'm not forced into having to do that interaction again, then I'm not necessarily going to. And if you're highly sensitive, you you might find that other people's energy really affects you. I find this, if I can walk into a room and tell who the unhappiest person is, it's just like I've got a, a, a radar for it. And in which case it's even more important to be mindful of who you are spending time with and what kind of energy you're surrounding yourself with. So just check in when you speak to people. After you've put the phone down with someone, after you've finished a Zoom, or if you are spending time socially distanced with people, just say, how do I feel now? I remember there was a brilliant listicle before listicles were a thing, probably about 15 years ago, and it was a guy who would live to 100, and it was his rules of life. And one of them was, when you spend time with people, they'll either make you feel full or they'll make you feel empty. Only, Only spend time with the people who make you feel full. If someone's emptying you, it means they're draining you. And Jules has a brilliant thing about mood hoovers and radiators that he talks about. And I think he's done something on his Instagram feed. So go and check that out. But it's not because it's not just about how you feel in the moment either. Research has shown that spending time with positive people can have a long term effect on your self-esteem. And it can encourage you to just overall see the bright side and make you feel there are more yeses out there in the world than there are no's, which is lovely, right? And then we have practicing positive self-talk and this is one of the hardest ones and while it does require the most work it does produce real results it's not unusual that the meanest person the person who's meanest to you is you I know I'm my own worst critic and while you can say it's easier to criticize yourself before someone else criticizes you that's often the excuse I've used over time this actually crystallizes into you forming and believing only negative things about yourself so you really want to stop this so you'll need to be mindful of the voice in your head and meet it with positive messages I have been very very guilty of being very very down on myself in the past and I still do it But research shows that even a small shift in the way you talk to yourself can influence your ability to manage your thoughts, your feelings and how you act when you come into any kind of or experience any kind of stress. So let's look at an example of positive self-talk. Imagine you've messed up and instead of thinking, oh, you idiot, why did you do that? And then going home and thinking, I say going home, you're at home and thinking, um, oh, so-and-so is going to hate me now or they're going to laugh at me because of that or they're not going to trust me with this because I did this one mistake. Rather than that, think, okay, I messed up. So own it, as Lisa Rinna would say, own it. You've messed up, you've made a mistake. You like to err as human. But then acknowledge that you've learned from it and that you won't make that mistake again. So you are actually better for having made a mistake. And actually that mess up or whatever that issue was, in the long term, it's actually going to be a good thing. It's a really good thing that you made a mistake. So look at it that way. Actually, I learned something today. I didn't mess up. Okay, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. But actually, I didn't mess up. What I did is I got some great experience. I won't make that mistake again. And if I ever see anyone else making the same mistake, 
on their way to make the same mistake, I can maybe like point them in the right direction. That's a really helpful thing. That's a really good thing. You then have the option to high five yourself. But enough about me. What I mean is, it's just switch everything around, try and flip it. I always try and flip things in the way that I'm sure you heard me talk about on the podcast with Julia Samuel at the beginning of lockdown. I have no control over the fact that we're only allowed out for an hour a day and I can't go and visit my family. So I'll flip it and I will see it as an act of love because what else can I do? I'm going to choose to see it as a positive thing. And then we come on to the final, the final step, if you like, the final thing that you can do to be more positive, to be a more positive person. And I can't think of a better key to positivity than setting the scene for the day ahead, resetting. It's like going to sleep at night is putting yourself on, I don't know, restart or recharge or whatever it is. You wake up in the morning rebooted and everything is firing on all cylinders and everything's great. So I have my five minute journal, as I mentioned, but you don't need a notebook or a prompt. You can very simply create a a ritual so that you start every day on a positive note. It could be as easy as telling yourself that today's going to be a great day or using a positive affirmation. But if you get out of bed in the morning, you put your feet on the ground and say, oh, today's going to be brilliant. It doesn't matter if anyone hears you. It doesn't matter if you even believe it the first few times, but just try it. Get out of bed and just stand up or sit down, whatever feels right, and just say, today's going to be brilliant. And see how that begins to feel. You could also listen to a happy and positive song or playlist. And if you listen to my chat with Jules on uh, Feel Good Habits, you'll know that mine is Macho Man by The Village People. Put that on and tell me that it doesn't make you dance and smile because it's just 100% success rate with that one. Also share some positivity. If you're out in the world, if you are out and about, give somebody a compliment for no good reason or do something nice for someone for no good reason. And one thing I've been doing recently is on a Friday afternoon, because the weeks have sort of been blending into each other in the most weird way, every Friday evening, I text three mates, tell them, have a great weekend. I think you're brilliant. And I don't want anything in return. I just want those people to feel good. It makes me feel good to do it. And... If I don't say it, how will they know that I think they're brilliant? There we go. And it's it's always nice to have someone tell you to have a nice weekend, isn't it? And before we leave each other today, I thought I would mention that while the benefits of positivity are very real, so too are the detriments of negative thinking. So negative thinking usually goes hand in hand with pessimism, stress, anger, and these can manifest in physical symptoms that can cause health issues. And I would definitely say as somebody who suffered with depression in the past that I can think about ailments that I no longer have, that I used to have. And it can't be a coincidence that one of the big things that has changed is my mental health. And I try very hard to be more positive. Stress and negative emotions in our bodies trigger various stress responses, including things like our stress hormones being released. Plus, um, they can cause inflammation, which have which have been linked with health, health implications. And they can also affect our metabolism. And symptoms of stress can be things like headaches. I mean, I still get migraines, but I used to get humdingers. Body aches, pains, digestive issues. I used to have terrible IBS. I don't so much anymore. Fatigue, lethargy, and difficulty in sleeping and also interrupted sleep. So if you're experiencing any of those things, just have just check in with yourself and think, maybe these five things, maybe just taking these positivity steps or these steps towards positivity, maybe they might help those things too, as well as just make my mood feel brilliant. All you have to do is just go through these steps, try and shift your perspective a little bit and see if shifting it to a more positive one can be helpful. And just to say, you can be listening to this and if you are feeling down, look, 
you've got friends here. But if you are feeling down, these steps might be the steps out of it. But if you're feeling on the whole quite good, they could actually be steps that you can take that might make you feel even better. So I hope that that is a little bit of uh, help and guidance towards this thing that we always talk about, which is be positive. These are some real, real steps and strategies that can actually help you welcome positivity into your life and be more positive on the daily. I hope that you really found that helpful. If you want to get in touch with me, please do email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I am at Emma Guns. You know I love hearing from you. It really is my favorite part of the day. How else can you get in touch with me? Oh, not just me, thousands of other listeners of this podcast, you, my most excellent listeners, thousands of you are in the Facebook group and it is so excellent over there. So all you have to do is go to the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode click the link to join the Facebook group. I do ask that you answer a couple of questions and agree to the forum rules. And But then once you've done that, you're welcomed in with open arms. You can post your own thread. You can ask questions. You can answer other people's threads, offer some advice. It's a really, really lovely space and it would be so, so wonderful to see you there. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. You know how honoured I am that you do and I feel very... Um, I am very, very honoured that you spend your time with me. Let's just put it like that. It's um, such a privilege. So thank you so much. Stay well, and I'll see you on the next one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.